What is going on, everybody? Today, I have another interview for, for you, which is very exciting. I'm interviewing Gabriel Robinson. And if you're on Instagram, you may know him as Instant Pay Raise. If you don't, get on Instagram and follow at Instant Pay Raise. He's got very good content. He's He really knows what he's doing when it comes to Instagram. And you're going to learn a lot about Instagram today. That is the topic of the episode. So let's get into that. All right, and I think we're live. I think we're recording it. So, I've got Gabe here on the other end today. Gabe Robinson. Right? Hello. Yes, it's Gabe Robinson. Gabe is uh, killing it on Instagram right now, and we're going to talk about that today. Um, your account is at Instant Pay Raise, or at least yes. one of your accounts. I think you have more, but that's the only one I'm really aware of you having. Yeah, I mean, I do some for clients, and I have some that I was testing out, but I'm moving over to a whole new test phase, so I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm ditching some accounts, more so as right. I'm just letting them go, and uh, yeah. giving them away to some people, uh, some yeah. of them are being sold, so yeah, it's just moving on to a new test phase for me. Yeah, so let, I mean, talk about talk about your instant pay raise jersey, jersey journey a little bit. Um, just because I think it's, I think it's pretty incredible. You were, I mean, you are actually killing it. When did you start that? Was it, it was in I September? I started it on September 24th. And I actually yeah. remember the day that I started it because yeah. uh, there's a new MOM company that was just announced. Oh, okay. So I was one of the first people in that company and I was trying to use instant pay rates as, yeah. uh, the projecting force for that MOM company. Okay. Uh, basically it's just, uh, now that I look back on it. MLMs are pretty much a pyramid scheme, and I could see that it was yeah. a pyramid scheme. So yeah. that's, I had to kind of differentiate myself. But I mean, yeah. if you look way back in my page, you could see yeah. the two things I was promoting heavily, which was that MLM company and yeah. insurance, because I was an insurance salesman back when I started. And that's oh, kind great. of what the groundwork of instant pay rates was at first, and I kind of had to branch away. Wow, that's really interesting. So that so you weren't really on the Instagram game when you started that account. Well, you know, you weren't like full throttle Instagram, at least. Yeah, like, I wasn't even full throttle Instagram for like right. two months in. Right. How did you, was there kind of like like a panic there when you realized like this MLM is, you know, kind of kind of sketchy and all the other stuff isn't really working? Did you kind of go into like a panic mode and be like, okay, what can I do with this? And then you're like, then you just started finding this Instagram stuff and you were like, I think I can make this big. So I'll start learning this and go with it that way. Uh, no, it wasn't really like that at all. So, I mean, I still have a healthy relationship from everybody back at that company. But basically, okay. I was trying to use this platform as a way to uh, promote the offer for them. And I did a few quick funnels for them, set up a few email funnels uh, just to get their company up off the ground. Uh and then essentially what I did with instant pay raises, I kind of took it from, uh, so the actual name of the company or the product that they offer is my instant pay raise. So yeah, okay. it's a direct derivative from that company. So what okay. I do instead is I had to do a, a playoff of the name of instant pay raise. And I've kind of just made it work mm -hmm. until now. And I'm going to be going through a rebranding process soon. soon. Yeah. Yeah. The last time I talked to you, I did do a call with you before and that was before. Before you hit 10,000. I don't remember how many you had at that point. 
but I know it was less than 10,000 because you were talking because you rebranded when you hit 10,000. Yeah. And now you're going to do that again. So that's really awesome. And when I actually uh, you reminded me last night when I actually like first talked to you, you had less followers than I did. And I was like, oh, hey, you know, this guy's account looks pretty cool. And uh, I guess I was somewhat accurate in that because you, you just blew up. What do you have now? 60,000? Uh, 60.8 K as I'm looking at it right now. 60.8. That's incredible. So how did you learn what you were doing? Is it just a lot of networking? Is it a lot of Instagram, YouTube videos? Is it a lot of... Well, just... I mean, for me, the basic way that I learned was I used to do Instagram back in the day through meme pages. Uh, so <laughs> a little bit of background about me. So I was involved in the gaming niche for years yeah. on it. Uh, I used to be one of the top coin sellers in almost every online team trading platform, <laughs> like 2K, like Madden. You would always see my name up there in terms of I was either the biggest coin seller or I was the biggest person who wagered. And I kind of held that reputation for years. But throughout all of that, we used to have uh, late night chats. So, like, we'd be up to, like, 3, 4 a.m. just doing nothing (laughs) but banter, like, complete trolling on the Internet. I was, like, 12 or 13 at the time and didn't do anything with my life. So we kind of just made some meme pages for fun. And now some of them I, I can't really dispose because we did and yeah. sold them. But I mean, the biggest account that we had right now has about 8.2 million followers. I sold it. And yeah. uh, probably like I think the third or fourth biggest meme page on the platform right now is actually one of the first ones that we started off with. And then we have a variety of other. Accounts. <laughs> I don't really know if they're still around today. I haven't really mm-hmm. checked. But I know that the big one is still there. Wow. So, yeah, you hear that if you're 12 or 13 years old or if you know anyone that is, you know, stay up till three in the morning playing video games and you're going to make a killing online later on in life. That's the that's the message here today. So that's really awesome. That's a really cool background. We've been on here for like five minutes and I've already learned a whole bunch of new things that I just had no idea were part of your part of your system there. So uh, are you just are you are you focused on Instagram now? You do have other businesses that I know you don't want to get into as far as I know. I kind of want to hold those businesses separate from this podcast because it's going to be launched in my personal brand later on when I decide to do that, if I decide to do that. But basically what I'm focusing on right now with Instagram is I'm trying to challenge myself to make Instagram a business. So the way that I'm trying to structure it is through a social media marketing agency, but I want to keep it somewhat separate from the marketing agency that I have already. So I, I might as well get into that a little bit. So what I do with my current marketing agency is basically it's used as a tax loop. So uh, I have YouTube channels, I have Instagram pages, and pretty much anything social presence. If I help any clients, I count it as it's a part of that business. But what right. I do is I personally pay the business to manage it for me. That way, like the Instagram pages, the YouTube pages, it could be a tax write-off, but the money is still staying within my little atmosphere. Okay. Just uh, to save a little bit of money on taxes. And then what I want to do with this agency is I kind of want to rebrand it to something different. So actually, I'll give you guys some inf- inside information right now. Uh, I'm actually working on uh, pretty much some of the cheapest Instagram education that you'll get out there, uh, <laughs> going over literally everything. I'm actually going to be releasing a 150 to 200 page book 
for three dollars sometime within the next few weeks uh yeah. going over literally everything so the way that i want to take this is there's normal instagram gurus and yeah. gurus and i hate the term guru i'm not a guru, you too. <laughs> but what i am is i'm somebody who has practical knowledge of the subject so yeah. instead of taking the route as a guru i'm going to take the route as practical knowledge that you can implement yeah and provide it so dirt cheap that if you don't opt in you're an idiot kind yeah of expert secrets and yeah. the brunson movement but yeah kind of taking that and then using it to promote an agency rather than trying to sell the information itself because i feel like selling information itself super overplayed already and mm. if i use it as a way to generate leads for a different business i feel like that could be a better uh, route to go with it probably is a better route is your book going to be an ebook or are you going to get it printed and distributed somehow some way um well i am going to have some hard copies of the book uh okay. probably going to have about 10 to 20 of them uh and then they're going to be distributed uh mainly for advertisements but uh there i will release a few out to the public but mm -hmm. basically it's a collector's piece for me because it would be the <laughs> i've ever written so i kind of want to uh keep a copy for myself uh, past that to maybe be a digital release because i can't sell a book for three dollars mm -hmm. i'm not i'm losing money <laughs> yeah that's I don't true lose money. you can do like a free plus shipping thing if you wanted to but you know that's then... what i'm doing already i'm saying free yeah. processing and then three dollar process yeah. yeah yeah i hear that i just finished expert secrets like last week great book i was actually reading it this morning yeah i think i'm yeah. like two chapters off of completing it yeah, I finished both of those uh, Russell Brunson ones. Now I'm, I'm on to crushing it. It's very good, very fun, very uh, gives me something to do. So yeah, that's really cool. And you've got a lot of stuff going on, and you've got a lot more about to be going on. So that is really great. So let's 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 get into the more the more nitty gritty of your of your Instagram endeavors and your little quote unquote secrets that I guess aren't very secret that you do on Instagram, but you are. I know you are a viral content like focus or like there's that there's there are different angles to kind of approach Instagram for and yours is just being controversial and being viral at least as far as I can see. Yeah so I would say that almost every piece of content that I've put on my page except for the ones that I give credit to others of course <laughs> I created a lot of the viral content that's going around right now the million dollar schedule Mm -hmm. Most billionaire advice, um, a lot of the anatomy stuff I've hinted at, told other people about, told other people yeah. to hop on. Uh, I was the first one to hop on the uh, the swipe left for more information, doing mm -hmm. the carousel posts uh, yeah. as, as a form of viral content. And dude, like it, it, it's very intriguing to me to see how well that I've really. Um, been able to create the viral content time and time again because in my head what i think of when i'm creating content is just what is everybody going to resonate with yeah. that's literally the number one thing that i ask myself with everything and everything that i post and some stuff i post for specific people so like branding not everybody's into branding so i'm of mm -hmm. course posting that for a specific audience but yeah. in terms of like if i'm doing a viral post like here i'll give some examples um, so what's one of the 
latest viral post. So study those who succeed. Uh, that was uh, posted about a, two weeks ago at this point. Basically, I, it's none of this is unique content. This is content that I have found inspired by other places, uh, mainly Business Insider, YouTube front page, the news section <laughs> on my phone. I just try and take what's trending and bring it over yeah. to Instagram. Because the number one thing about any social media platform is that unless you're going to go over the top to be a trendsetter, you need to follow the trends. And that's the easiest way to grow. And that's why so many people fail at all of these because they try and be unique, but they fail mm-hmm. to realize the core principles that makes valuable content. Yeah. Model what's working, right? I mean, it seems, it almost seems too easy and it kind of should because it's not that easy, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I've always been more in everything. I've tried doing more of like a model what's already working instead of trying to be some sort of category killer or like, you know, just break through. It's like, it's not really going to happen and it's going to take a couple tries if it does. So I was going to ask you where you where you come up. Do you ever like run into a block or anything like you ever? How far ahead do you make your content? Let's start there. So right now, uh, as of late last night, I actually pulled an all nighter to bust out content for the next few weeks. So I currently have about like two weeks ahead of content. But before yesterday, I was literally going day to day. And yeah. what I would do is every day before I go to sleep, I'm just going through my phone, seeing what's trending, and then putting that into content. So if I ever have a roadblock, the number one thing that I do is <laughs> I just go to one of the next big influencers pages and take a piece of their content, remake yeah. it, and put my own twist to it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if I'm not posting the content, it doesn't mean that my audience is for sure going to see it from another page. So mm-hmm. you also have to think of it in the law of rel- relativity. Not everybody who's following my page is following everybody else. So by mm-hmm. me repurposing content from my own page and then just giving them a simple shout out, it's not a bad trade-off at all because they're still getting right. recognition for the posts. Uh, me personally, uh, I'm still getting to connect with my audience in whatever way it is. Uh, one of the most recent instances of this was my post about uh, hot industries for 2019. It was taken from business tutorship. And honestly, that's one of the only pieces of content that I've actually taken from anybody else in the past month. Yeah. That's really, how, how often are you uh, posting every day right, right now? Uh, I'm posting twice a day right now, but I'm okay. thinking about ramping back up to three to four times a day over the next few weeks. Um, just kind of testing out new strategies. Uh, I know that I'm definitely not optimizing for growth right now. I'm not just <laughs> posting viral content out my butt, but what I am doing is just testing out different stuff, seeing what works because ultimately I know if I really wanted to grow fast, all I have to do is post viral content from other pages. Yeah. I want to test out stuff that works for me, right. test out new stuff and be different. And essentially create a brand from instant pay rates instead of just yeah. a fast growing Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. So now what do you, you use Canva? I asked you that last night to make your content. You use like premium Canva. Yeah. And uh, I don't have that yet, so I don't know how to. But do you want to talk a little bit more about like your post design? I know you study or look into psychology like psychological 
stuff a lot and kind of use that to help you understand. And I think, I think that's really the way to go with almost anything is to learn a little bit of psychology because knowing what's going to trigger certain parts of a person's brain or how they think can help you anywhere and can help you kind of manipulate their <laughs> reactions to what you're doing. Yeah. So essentially what I do with my designs is I just try to make sure that there's no real um, overbearing dead space. I think that's the number one issue that I find in most people is they just have a ton of dead space. Now, although dead space isn't necessarily a bad thing, what they're doing is they're making their fonts super small so the audience can't read it. It's not really consumable. You have to think about it from a different perspective. Put yourself in the mind of the consumer. Mm -hmm. Is this something that if I posted right now, would I like, comment, share, and save the post? If it doesn't yeah. fit the four criteria, then you're not reaching your full potential. Yeah. So the ways to trigger all of those. So for likes, you just have to have likable content. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty explainable, but there's a big difference between likable content and savable content. Savable, mm -hmm. what I notice is that you have to have something that offers value to the individual. So right. the most saved posts of all time, high skills, books, uh, when I offer resources mm -hmm. to people. Yeah. All those stuff get shit tons of saves. And I'm sorry if I can't cuss, but they get shit No, that's fine. And uh then in terms of the sharing, what happens the most is I just do a small little one-line piece in the description, usually saying, uh, for instance, my Apple post the other day, has Apple reached its peak? It's a controversial topic. But what I did in the comment section was I said, I gave my opinion saying, Apple is X. And then I said, debate me in the comments. Yeah. And what did I do? Uh, that's currently sitting at 206 comments right now. And I haven't responded to almost anything. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. The one, the one thing I don't like about Instagram versus Facebook, especially, and technically Twitter, too, but I don't use Twitter for my business like at all is that instagram does lack that that share button for the most part i mean you could you could put someone's post on your story and you know their audience can find it that way but other than that there's not like a share or like a retweet on instagram and i think there's a lot of magic behind that button on facebook but you know you just you gotta you gotta play your game and a lot of people are more instagram a lot of people are more facebook and they are kind of two different ballparks but at the same time, I just wish Instagram sometimes had one of those little shares. I think a share is just pretty much the best way for you to reach new audiences that are also similar to the one you already have, though, because odds are people follow if people are following you, they like, you know, the niche, the sub market or the market or whatever that you're into. And they probably also have a following of other people that like that. But, um, yeah, that's my that's my two cents on the Instagram I said I think it'd be super cool if there was just a little bit more shareability on there and we weren't just fighting for space on the Explore page all the time. Yeah, and it's super funny about the share button because I actually study this a lot with my posts. So the share button is only effective when you're sharing via DMs. Yeah. It's crazy. Because when people post to their stories, 
I've gotten reposts from oh, yeah. people with millions of followers. And every day, almost every single one of my posts is reposted by somebody with 100K plus. But the main thing that I find from that is that those people who are reposting it with 100K plus, it does almost nothing. Because <laughs> they just, what everybody does is they just leave it on their story yeah. as is. So you could see the yeah. content while you're passing by. You don't get any clicks. Mm. But the stuff that actually converts is when people send it through DMs, when people tag in the comment section. And yeah. most importantly, when they share it, but they don't give it away. So what I like to do is minimize the post, put it in the corner, turn it up, right. down, through, uh, throw a 360, completely yeah. cover it up with the like button, and then say, go click here. Yeah. Because that actually gets clicks instead yeah. of the typical just posting it on your story. Yeah. Yeah, I did that a couple of times. Sometimes I still cover them up. Sometimes I don't. And to be totally honest, that's just because of my own laziness in the morning. Sometimes I wake up and it's like already nine o'clock. I'm like, shit, I should put something up. And then I just go and I throw it in my DM or my engagement groups and I throw it up on my story. I'm like, here you go. And I just kind of do it. I don't pay as much attention to my Instagram as I should. But that's what I'm that's what I'm cracking down on is my podcast, my Instagram. And I'm just cutting out all the other bullshit that i've been that i've tried to do before all the affiliate stuff i'm not really doing as much and that kind of thing and i just kind of want to build the build a following of some some shape or form of following before i start figuring out my next step hey Um, but before we continue i want to take control of this conversation a little bit go ahead Uh, let, let me search up your account right now so this is for the record Oh, it's 2.35 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, and Justin RP 56 has 978 followers on Instagram. What I'm going to do after this, I'm going to give him a new content distribution um, plan, and then we're going to test it out over the course of a week and over the course of a month, oh, and we're going to see how fast I can grow your account. Oh, boy. Oh, so <laughs> we're going to see. We'll go over it after this podcast, but okay. just for recording. If I get, <laughs> it's if documented I now. Past, if, I get you past, if I get you double your numbers in one month, okay. I get to use you as proof for my agency. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm cool with that. All right, now you can take control back over the conversation. Okay. I was running out of stuff to say. Now you got me all, now you got me this weird mix of scared and excited for you're going to, you're going to like give me a, a virtual makeover. I don't know why I keep looking at this book as if I actually wrote anything down, but um, that's cool. So what is what is your, uh, uh, I don't know, let's... I mean, do I you want know. me to just drop some value on here? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so I'll kind of just go over a little bit of a sneak peek into all of my content strategy. I'll kind of break <laughs> it down in as simple as form as possible. That way, if anybody ever asks you how to grow on Instagram, you can just lead mm-hmm. them back. To this podcast. This. Yep. All right. So basically, I want to go over first of all uh, a little bit of a topic that you had discussed a few days ago: monetization, when you should yes. do it, and all of that. And my personal opinion is that, dude, monetize right away. Yeah. Dude, who gives a fuck if you're selling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be real. You see the ads on Instagram all the time. Who yeah, cares dude. what account it's from? They're gonna unfollow you from a simple advertisement. They're not the customer that you want. 
<laughs> you want the customer that is going to go through every single one of your advertisements, like every single one of your posts. And if they can't put up with that, then guess what? They don't deserve your free value that you put out. So you have to put yourself in that type of mindset if you're going to be playing this Instagram game. Because what I see too many yeah. people do, and I even fell victim to this, I literally waited until I was at a certain following to start monetizing. I was like, I need to mm -hmm. wait until I'm at 10,000 to monetize. I need to wait until I'm at 20,000 to monetize. When in reality, I started up an Instagram account a few days ago, scaled it to 1,000 followers, and I've made more off of that Instagram account in the past seven days okay. than I've off of my current Instagram in a month. Right. All right now, what are, you, what are you doing to uh, monetize your Instagram usually, or mainly, though? So what I'm doing right now to monetize my Instagram is just paid promos. Uh, I don't really like doing them, but eventually I'm going to completely cut them out as I move over to becoming a brand. Mm -hmm. Basically, once I become a brand, what I'm going to do is only focus on selling my products. So I have a few different subscription services that I have in mind that I want to do. Uh, basically, everything that I do on here is to revolutionize. Not in the typical sense where it's like a Russell Brunson movement type, deal, yeah. but more so revolutionize how people consume information. Okay. Because what too many people do, and I see this happen all the time, is that they'll complain, hey, I need the course, or hey, I need that book, or hey, I need this. When in reality, man, I've literally spent the past two years of my life doing nothing but camping out on YouTube with people <laughs> with less than 100 subscribers, and guess what? I probably know more than most people like, who've taken some of the top courses. It's like buried but, treasure. Yeah, but that's only because people are not resourceful. So to find that happy medium, what I want to do is I want to create some type of um, value-based service where I'm doing nothing but delivering the best of content to people, whether that be uh, business content, whether that be marketing content, or whatever it may be but deliver it for a small price per month. So what I see most of these people doing is like they'll charge $500 for a course. Dude, I don't want anybody to be paying over $10 for a subscription service of mine. And I want to make right. sure that literally all the walls are open and everything is revealed. I don't want people to be yeah. missing out on certain information because what a lot of people forget to realize is that there's no one key secret. It's a combination no, of everything. And people often get lost in information overload and a death by a thousand cuts. Mm -hmm. And the more I, I watch podcasts and uh, I've watched top guys like um, Iman, uh, the social media guy. I watch Alex Becker. I watch who's that one guy that insulting.com. I'm forgetting his Is name. Is that uh, Sam Ovens? Sam Ovens. I watch those three guys a lot. And as much as people hate them, what they say is 100% true. Mm -hmm. I love Alex Becker. Basically, all that they preach is that you're just getting destroyed and your goals are getting destroyed <laughs> by your notifications. Yeah. By you not taking those small extra steps. And those small extra steps are really what makes the biggest impact. Yeah. For instance, I... I'm trying out different sleep schedules right now, trying out waking up 5 a.m. in the morning, trying out going to sleep at 8 a.m. or 12 noon, <laughs> uh, just trying to figure out what's the best time for me personally. Yeah. And, dude, 
no matter what, I'm noticing that it doesn't matter what time I go to sleep or what time I wake up. It matters what I do when I wake up and when, when I awake. go to sleep. Yeah. Dude, if I don't have my phone for the first hour of me waking up, I swear I get like twice as much done that day as if <laughs> I look at my phone right away when I wake up. And switching off the type of music that you listen to, switching up to podcasts and having a podcast mm-hmm. playlist while you sleep overnight. I mean, yes, you are sleeping, but you do retain some of that information because we all know you don't go to sleep right away. Or at least I don't have that. Yeah. You're being able to go to sleep right away. I oh my gosh. Stay up no matter what, two, three hours. Yeah, a little insomniac over there. Have you read Alex Becker's book, Ten Pillars of Wealth? No, dude, I need to read it. What is it called? No. The Ten Pillars of Wealth. I have a copy of it right over there. And I know, I know you told me last night you're more, I, I know you're more into podcasts and videos and things of that. And you're not a huge reader, but, uh, 10 pillars of wealth. First of all, it's fairly short and it's easy to read and it is, it's good. It's good. Um, it'll really get your brain working and really get you in the mindset to, to become wealthy at some point. And I mean, if you watch Alex Becker, you know, his personality and it comes through in that, in the book very well and it's very very straight to the point very real type of stuff and everybody everybody i think is kind of trying to have that persona now and you see like six million no bullshit entrepreneurs out there and a whole bunch of people that are just saying i'm gonna give it to you like it is you know whatever so on and so forth and but i think alex becker is one of the guys that really hits it on the head and i i just love the dude's personality yeah i really do oh who is that um Shoot, I just had somebody on my mind. Jason Capital. Jason Capital, by far, is one of the best people out there for sales, too. Learned so much from him, dude. If <laughs> Random ads pop up all the time of his. And, dude, I swear I don't even realize it's an ad in <laughs> three minutes of it. Literally, the dude over-delivers nine out of ten times. And one of the main things that you have to get from Jason Capital is that most of the stuff that people think is the key, it's not really the key. The key right. is just getting started, and it's mm-hmm. being you. It's having a personality. Right. Everybody's always looking to copy and model what's successful in business, but taking this back to expert secrets, everybody's fighting in the red ocean. And oh, yeah. For that blue ocean. Mm-hmm. And if you know Alex stuff, he's one of my mentors. Yeah, uh, yeah. He brought that up to me the other day when I was thinking about, you know, just putting a $50 price tag on my course. And I was like, you know what? The value is so insane in this that, like, if I don't charge $50, I'm mm-hmm. insane. And yeah. after realizing that again, I was like, dude, if I charge anything over $3 for this, I'm insane. <laughs> because what people fail to realize is that there's other ways to do stuff. You offer free value. And that's primarily what my page is built off of. I mean, most of the value-based posts on my page are some of the most well-received. All the stupid posts I do, like controversy, the stupid viral content that I've made over the the months, dude, all that's cool and all, but like, I'm more excited when I post valuable content. Like, that's really what I like to do. I don't really give a fuck about five books to change your life. I (laughs) care how those five books can change your life. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. But it sucks because Instagram, it's not going to promote your content if it's not well-received and well-liked. 
So mm-hmm. if I post, instead of five books change your life, if I was to post how these five books can change your life, probably half right. the people would see it. And at that point, it's kind of a trade-off. I'm doing, I'm doing my audience an injustice by not getting these books out to them. If I try and just go and target the smaller audience, it's going to get more value. So do I trade off the half of the people who are missing out on this content? Or do I just try and double down on the half of the audience that will see it? And that's always a huge trade-off for me. And that's kind of why I started implementing uh, the carousel posts into my content. Awesome. Awesome stuff. I was going to say something, and then I got lost in all that. But um, yeah, that's that's just incredible. I think yeah, you're. I I'd still just think it's you've grown fast, and I'm trying to think compared to some of the other people we both talk to on Instagram. We're both in some of the same engagement groups, stuff uh, like that. Business driven dream. The only person who's yeah. doing bigger numbers than me right now or yeah. growing faster than me. Who yeah. we both started at the same exact time. Yeah. He just goes on a viral based strategy. Did he did he start at the same time as you? He does have like three accounts now too. He started too. the same exact day as me. He used paid advertising at first. I didn't. Okay. At one yeah. point we're like one K off of each other. Then he mm-hmm. just started posting viral <laughs> content again. I didn't really post viral content, so I yeah. fell behind right away. Yeah. Well awesome. Yeah, I'm having I'm I'm planning on having him on in a couple of weeks here. I asked him the other day. But uh yeah. And I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting around to you guys. I'm actually surprised how many of you are agreeing to come on here. I was, I finally just started doing my rounds and I was like, Hey, you want to be on here? And all of you are just like, sure. And that's, that's awesome. So, uh, another, just like another little piece of advice I'm going to give anyone here is that if you're podcasting or going into that realm, or even if you're doing Instagram or any other form of social, don't be afraid to reach out to these bigger pages, these bigger people with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of followers, they might just respond and they'll be like, yeah, cool. Because now I've got you on. I've had uh, Noah from Finance and Freedom on both of my shows now. Uh, Alex Hartself, I've asked and tried to do a couple of times, and he always just kind of ends up getting busy at the time we're supposed to do this. So I'm trying to get everyone else to kind of ride his ass a little bit about it. But um, Yeah, hop on a yeah. Future Fortune yes. podcast. Same thing with uh, Nate from your marketing mentor. I've asked him, and he's another one where it's just a matter of trying to find the time. And also, I'm getting Nick from Business Driven Dream on here. I asked, uh, I can't even think of his name, but I asked the Curious Investor. I'm going to have him on here soon. So oh, Shoot, what is his name? <laughs> Dude, I swear I, I swear I knew his name. We're right sorry. This podcast, and it's just coming up blank right now. We're sorry, Curious Investor. It's like Jack or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I really don't. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm excited to have all, all those guys on here and to start kind of maybe, maybe, just maybe that'll bring a little bit more attention to this podcast, too. That is, this one's doing okay. This one's growing at a rate. Let's say, okay, uh, I mean, to say the least, it's gone from, like, me getting an average of, like, three plays per episode up to, like, almost 20 plays per episode on average now. And I look back through my numbers, and I can see, too, it looks like people are still kind of crawling up through. Because I do do this one every day. This is episode 72 that this one will be. And um, I've been doing it every day for the past, you know, over two months now. 
So I can see some people that are starting late trying to like crawl up through because if you look in like my episode 20s and 30s, they all have like upwards of 30 listens. And if you look at the really recent ones, they all have like two. And then I started getting nervous, but then I'm just like, I guess I got to give everyone time to crawl through. All right. So wait, let's just write this down for record. So how many (laughs) per video are you getting? Okay. Here, let me, let me look it up and make everything like super official. Ready? I feel so bad for myself now. I hope you know this. <laughs> I'm taking you under my wing. You're growing. All right. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with growing. I do have like stupid small numbers in some of these cases, but you got to start somewhere, right? So uh, let me see here. What the hell is my password? All right. As of right now, I have. Oh, come on, load. Okay. You JRP... Your last one. JRP Daily. Okay, let's well let's write this down. I have one thousand three hundred eighty one plays all time. One thousand three hundred eighty one. Yep. That is my right. total. Uh, and I have I'm averaging nineteen and a half plays per episode. All right, nineteen. And- let me see if I can find, I don't know, what else do you want? Do you want any other specific statistic, like which of my episodes has the most? Oh, yeah, let's go, let's go with the most. Stuff like that. Okay, let me look through all all 70 of them here. <laughs> okay, it looks like the most, which this is weird. There's a weird story behind this one. But the most uh, plays is actually from my third episode, which is about affiliate marketing, which is kind of funny because... I don't really do that too much anymore. I still do it, but it's not my focus. That is 32. 32 is my highest number. And my very first episode is 31, so that would be the runner-up to that. And then a whole bunch of them have, like, high 20s. All right, all right. Just just, just a, a kind of, like, a little anecdote here. Why I think it's funny that my third episode about affiliate marketing has the most listens is because a couple of days ago i was looking back through all of them and i realized i really fucked up with that episode and i never actually put the uh the speaking audio into it so for the longest time episode three of this podcast was just was just my uh intro and outro music playing twice in a row it was like 20 seconds long and i was like why have so many people listen to this one I don't say anything, and uh, I went back and fixed it and like re-recorded it and that kind of thing. But something just got screwed up. I'll give you this one too if you want to if you want to document this one. And um, okay, I started this in November. Let's say is when I because it was like the last day of October I started this. In November I got 180 plays. In December I got 979. All right. And then so far in January, it's at 222. All right. So our goal right now, if you commit to the Instagram challenge I'm about to put you on, we're going to double all your numbers within one month. All right. We'll see how that goes. All right. So just to reiterate, it's about (laughs) Tuesday, January 8th. We're going to revisit (laughs) it. You know what? I'll commit to another podcast one month from now so we could over it and i could pretty much get my uh I, I don't like to call it i told you so but 
I, I like to call it a, a month in recap. You won't. I won't give you a room for an I told you so because I'm not disputing that you'll that you'll do it. I mean, I have a lot of faith in you going from zero to sixty thousand in like what four months, something like that. Not even. Oh, yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. September. October. I mean, dude, some of my other accounts with like two to three thousand followers, they took off faster than this account. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, like for instance, I, I don't want to reveal the name because the account's already sold. But there's one account that I had. I was getting two thousand followers a day after it hit four K. Damn, dude, I've been yeah. seeing more than a week straight of a thousand followers, those and it was like, two thousand a day. Those are three days straight numbers. Do you ever, do you ever cross advertise your own accounts or these little ones that you build or anything? Okay, so I did. I did a challenge with myself. So I didn't do cross promotion for a few different accounts, uh, primarily because uh, I was going to use it for a course. But a little bit of backstory: uh, I got into a car crash about like three weeks ago, and it kind of changed up my direction that I wanted to take. So I took a step back from the course. So now I'm quitting all those challenges and I'm selling those accounts, and I'm going to get into uh, cross promoting some of my pages. But there's, I'm still not gonna like pronounce it as this is my. Yeah. It's just gonna be, hey, look, it's a featured promotion well, on my account, and yeah. then cross it, and then eventually down the road, once it gets to a certain amount of followers, put my name and my face behind it again. Yeah, cool. That's really how many how many accounts have you grown? You just kind of like keep bringing up more, like okay. in your lifetime, like from from your video gaming meme days. To, to right now, like how many Instagram accounts have you made? How many email addresses do you okay, have? So if we're counting all the way back to my trolling days, <laughs> it, it's probably over 100. Because oh, we literally, wow. we got to a point where we're so good at growing meme accounts. Because we had, like, pretty much we would make a decent amount of the viral content that was on Twitter. Like, we had this little pod of, like, 10 to 15 people who... Almost every stupid tweet that we tweeted was getting over a thousand retweets. <laughs> and dude, we literally just ran that into the ground. So literally every stupid tweet that we did, we would just repurpose into meme pages and it would grow like wildfire. Some of our meme pages were growing like 3,000 a day from one post. But this is way back in the day when Instagram was first starting. Right. It's a lot more difficult to grow now. Yeah. But back in the day, it was stupid easy to grow meme accounts. How exciting was that yeah. when you're like a 12 or 13 year old kid and you're like, holy shit, a thousand people saw this. <laughs> Dude, no, it's actually funny because I had my phone taken away one time by the principal because I was on my phone too much during a class and he took my phone away and he was like, why are you looking at all these pages? I'm like, those are my pages. <laughs> <laughs> I made them. Excuse me. He was probably sitting there, like, in his head, like, Jesus Christ, I follow most of these. <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn, but, you're funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like you have a lot of experience. for. Well, how old are you now? Uh, I'm only 19. Or 19? Okay. Hey, I think you're the first person I've, like, ever talked to that's not 20 years old. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, it's, it's funny, because, like, I don't really feel 19. But like legal, I'm 19. Like, dude, I feel like I'm a 30 year old already. But like, <laughs> do you? I 
Oh, I don't know what I feel like I am. I am 20. Dude, if you take a lot of personality tests, you'll learn a lot about yourself, dude. I took, <laughs> I want to say it was like five personality tests. Now, keep in mind, this was like two months ago. Dude, every single personality test I took, I was like anywhere from 40s to 50s. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a lot. I mean, there's a lot of 40 to 50 year olds doing some fun shit now you know technically if you're 40 to 50 you you could be you could be gary v or you could be uh, i don't know how old the rest of them are but they're all they're all getting to be in their 40s now and they're loving life and living large and doing all that kind of stuff so 40s let's bring up the topic of gary v real quick because i think it'd be a good way to end off the podcast i think it would be too I always look at Gary Vee as, like, kind of a mentor. Dude, trust me, he puts out amazing content. But the whole self-help niche in general, yeah. compared to what people, like, people in the business niche have such a harsh opinion on Gary Vee, when Gary Vee does not talk about business. And he does not yeah. speak to the entrepreneur. He speaks to the person who doesn't do shit. <laughs> and yeah. it's funny because every time I post anything about Gary Vee, one of the first comments is always somebody saying he wouldn't have gotten there without his father's wine business. I fucking hate those people. Dude, there's people are so over cynical and then they try and go back. Yeah. It's like his content is horrible and he's a fake guru. He doesn't try and sell shit. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend, one of my best friend actually at, well, my best friend at college uh, is actually like that. And uh, he, I brought up Gary Vee and I think, I think ever since he found out that I follow Gary Vee, he likes him like a little bit more. And it's not, he always says it's not that he doesn't like him, but he just feels like Gary Vee's going to try to sell him something. He always says that he's like, I just feel like he's going to try to scam me. And I'm like, you can feel however the fuck you want. Like, I, don't, I mean, dude, I don't go, go ahead and look like, at Dan Locke, dog. If if you trust like, Dan Locke, but yet you yeah. ask then please, yeah. I'm going to just block you off my page. Uh, yeah. You do not deserve this content. No. He's very skeptical. I have to give him that. If I showed him any entrepreneur that I follow on the internet, he'd be like, nope, scam. Nope, not real. This doesn't count. He's just trying to get your money. I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's what being an entrepreneur is. Like, yeah. being Dude, in business. The most viral post of all time, it, the title is Courses Are a Scam. And yeah. the, the whole description was me saying courses are not a scam. And, dude, I cannot tell you how many people were just quick to say, yeah, I totally agree. Courses are a scam. Like, do you not read at all? Yeah. I guess I might have fallen. I probably did fall victim to that, except I disagreed, which I guess I actually agreed had I read the description. (laughs) But, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I always throw people off in Mm -hmm. the topic or the liner and then go in detail in the description. And, dude, it's crazy. I mean, if I go back and look at the numbers, I think it has to be at least like 30 to 50% of people don't read the description at all. Yeah. I've had, I've had that idea very recently that I really wanted to try actually with those videos that I've been doing now is like, because I'm, I'm just getting, I know comments are good for me and I like having, you know, comments in there, but I'm just getting sick of like the very cliche, very generic, very useless comments that you get from some of the people in DM groups or, or just like the so vague ones that are like, this is a great post. Or, like, you really nailed it with this one. I'm like, yeah. shut the fuck up. You don't I, even know what I'm talking dude, about. 
it's a love-hate relationship between me and DM groups because, I mean, on one point, I'm like, yeah, it's engagement back and forth. But at the same exact time, I know that, dude, somebody... It's, it's not all with 200 followers on my page yeah. expecting me to return it. That's kind of... <laughs> it, it's not the same at all. Like, yeah, I, I'm actually going in-depth in my ebook on breaking down, like, how... DM groups actually work and how you actually get traction because a lot of people think it's just comments and engagement get you traction. No, it's the people who are commenting. It's the people who are liking. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you have if you like something and you have zero followers, dude, that's literally the most useless like you could ever have. <laughs> dude, you might as well have. Yeah, I guess so. You, I, you might as well have just viewed my post for 10 seconds more <laughs> to help yeah. Instagram promote my post because alike compared to people actually staying and reading through comments, people actually going and reading through every single swipe left that you have on a carousel post. That's what really yeah. gets you up there with the engagement. Yeah, that's very interesting how Instagram knows all of that too. And uh, what does and doesn't affect you know, the, the algorithm, the infamous algorithm that uh, everybody knows to avoid on the internet. Now, what about what about the pages that have? Because what I hate to see too is somebody that goes around saying I have X amount of followers on Instagram. I have I have eight thousand followers on it, and just like a normal person too, you know, not not like someone that's trying to grow their Instagram, but they just think they're popular. They're like I have eight thousand followers on Instagram, and then you go and check their account and they're following like 12,000 people and it's uh, I think that is the biggest just killer of uh, genuine growth to me is when you're excited about having a thousand followers and you follow 2,000 it's like dude Gary V calls it out so well vanity (laughs) dude people and I get this question a lot people ask if I use my Instagram account for growth yes and no I don't really care about the followers like yeah. as much as I do focus on making viral content, I make viral content for the point of me studying it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a data freak, so like I do it to get the numbers, not more so to get the followers. Right. Dude, like a month ago, when I first posted my first ever uh, fake entrepreneur post, which was Dan Lock, I got so many comments on it, and they're they're all overly cynical comments. They're just like dude you're bringing down your page um people uh basically all the comments you're horrible for trying to defame somebody and like from my perspective dude if i don't show (laughs) the truth on my page who the fuck's gonna tell them the truth nobody's out here calling out these people who are blatantly Mm -hmm. scamming people ty's social media course is by far the worst (laughs) course i've ever seen if I paid five hundred dollars for that instead of the five dollars, dude, yeah. I would have came to his house and keyed his Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is horrible. And yet, if I call somebody out for not delivering on what they promised or marketing in a way that is very deceitful, I'm the bad guy. Oh well, get yeah. off the page. Yeah, dude, I probably have like a thousand people on my block list already. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier today, actually, on the other interview where I was doing, where I, 
those people might be right at the top of the list for like the worst is the ones that are there only to torment you only to say bad things only to tell you about how much your page sucks or whatever and it's just like i've never understood why it's such a hard concept for them to grasp that if they don't like the content there's no reason they have to look at it yeah get the fuck out and go follow someone that tells you that dan lock is amazing i'm sure i can find someone on instagram that is all about ty lopez and all about dan lock and all about everybody else trying to do the same things so oh it just bothers me pick and choose yeah and dude another one of the funniest things that's ever happened on my page is recently i've been getting a number of socialists and communists from (laughs) russia commenting on my page on every financial related post i do you're tearing down the economy you're fucking up the world people should not have value (laughs) like what the fuck you stupid cunt I saw yesterday, this is what my uh, video was going to be about tonight, which, uh, by the way, that hasn't gone up yet because I uh, now I'm trying to do that editing with them. And I had people doing it for me for the past couple of days, but uh, I got Premiere and I'm trying to figure out how the fuck to use it. And it's a pain in the dick. I'm getting there. But um, I didn't. But anyway, my video and my podcast from yesterday, first of all, uh, if you haven't noticed yet or if anybody watching this hasn't noticed yet, those little videos that I've been doing as every other post on my page are basically just short versions of this podcast. Like the subjects always line up with each other. They just parallel each other. Exactly. But uh, what I talked about yesterday and what would have, what would be in that, well, technically today, because I do these a day before was um, I, I was on Facebook the other day and I found this, it was just, it was a Facebook page about socialism, about communism, that kind of thing. That was their niche. I was market they were selling. And I got on that page, and the first thing I saw was all these T-shirts they're selling, all these products they're selling. Like, this was a business targeting the socialism niche. And I said, this is one of two things. Either these guys are just too clever for their own good, or they're just absolute fucking hypocrites if, they're, if they actually think that socialism is the video. I'm like, here's a good idea. Let's just capitalize on socialism. That makes a lot of sense. Dude. Yeah. I've actually thought about that, (laughs) just going, because I I know so many people who just do stupid pages and make stupid money because of the way that they market stuff. Like, they market t-shirts, mugs. Like, I know a guy who, so the typical dropshipper, they use Facebook ads or Instagram Mm -hmm. influencers. This guy, what he did was he pretty much just wrote, or I wouldn't say wrote, that's not a word. (laughs) an Instagram page around kittens. Yeah. Kittens. Like, I yeah, forget seriously. what the name was, but, like, dude just had, like, 100,000 followers in one month. Like, dude, oh there's some gosh. people who grow way faster. And it is. And when you can find one of those, if you can find good content, about, especially about animals. Like, Jesus Christ, I follow, like, seven cat pages on on Facebook, and I don't even know why. I just yeah. do. Because I, I send the videos to my girlfriend because she likes cats, yeah. and then... That that happens. Um, if you, I don't know if you're familiar with Mr. Pokey the Hedgehog, he's all over Instagram. Just freaking. I wish I just had a hedgehog that I could hold in my hand and take a picture of every day and make a full time living doing it. Like Jesus, I love what people come up with. I've seen ones on owls that make right. like six figures a year. No, so this guy he had like a hundred thousand followers after one month. Dude, he literally he literally showed me his process of making his account. He used <laughs> automation tools. 
for posting yeah. and he used dm groups and all he did was he sent off dms to heck of people <laughs> and he paid a guy over uh va paid him three dollars a day to do his engagement groups for him so literally <laughs> for a startup cost of like maybe a thousand dollars this guy then went <laughs> sold uh did a print on demand store did like fifty thousand in the first month that's crazy and he just said, yeah, dude, it's not worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. Must yeah. That is crazy. The power of social media. Really hitting hard. It's funny. The stupider your account is, the more money. <laughs> it's never the good accounts that people love and buy from, in my opinion. It's yeah. always the click yeah. here, buy now, print on demand. We deliver no content, but you know that funny cat video that went viral 20 times over, and every other page in their mom has reposted it. <laughs> Post that content, you should buy it from us. Dude, it's oh, yeah. so backwards. The world is yeah. so backwards. Yeah, people really associate oftentimes how smart you are with how rich you are, but you know, sometimes it's not about how smart you are, it's about how dumb your following is. And, uh, there's just the riches are in the niches, I guess. Yeah. And keep saying that. All right. I think I think the uh, the people have had enough. We're almost at an hour now, so uh, we'll get off here and we can discuss my my new strategies to come and see if I can get growing. So you can tear me apart. You're like a you're like an Instagram shark. You're, you're gonna bloody my waters here pretty soon. But um, yeah, guys, this is Gabe over here. Gabe's pretty cool. He he has results to show that he knows what he's doing with with Instagram and with I don't even know with what else I was about to ask him something else but I can't remember what it is guys um this one's probably going to go up on YouTube so if you happen to be watching this like comment subscribe if you're listening to it subscribe rate review do do whatever you can to to just engage with the thing I'd appreciate it and uh yeah signing hey, off yeah I'll, I'll give you guys a special deal so when my book comes out if you've made it this far in, I'll give you a copy of the book for free. You just have to go and DM my page and say, Justin RP 56 yes. sent you. And there I'll send go. you a free copy of the book if you've made it this far into the podcast. There we go. We can do that. I like that for people that have made it to the end of the podcast. Got to start doing more stuff like that. Yes. And also, you know, if uh, if you couldn't see from the glare on his screen there, his, his Instagram account is at instant pay raise. So, Go check them out, guys, and I'm going to end the recording here once I remember how to do that.